0: Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Recently, I went on a mission trip to North Dakota. Yes, you heard me right, North Dakota and not Haiti. Funny, a local in one of the coffee shops said the very same thing to me. To use her words, and I quote, she said, There wasn't anywhere else in the world you could go to. You came to North Dakota for a mission trip. Yep, for someone that has never traveled outside of the country other than, let's say, the Bahamas, and in my opinion, that really doesn't count. God sent me to North Dakota for my first mission trip. So, why North Dakota? And why should I care, you ask? And what on earth did you do in North Dakota? Relent. Welcome to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. So this trip, unlike the ones my fellow well-seasoned mission trip travelers have been on, this one was different. There were no hungry mouths to feed, street corners to evangelize on, or care packages to deliver. We were there to build a church. Well, to be a little more specific, to hang 160 sheets of drywall to the church addition that had been framed out by the sojourners before us. Initially, when I signed up for the trip, our mission was to paint, plumb, and plant. None of which could have happened because every mission trip group before our group had canceled. So our group was now faced with the question, Do we still go now that the mission has changed? Most of us are middle-aged and most of us know nothing about hanging drywall. The answer was a relentless yes. Wax on, wax off. So, the first day in North Dakota, we were greeted by an empty airport. Skies saturated in smoke from the Canadian wildfires choking out the light of the sun, leaving this eerie red candescent light that peaked periodically through the smoky sky. We traversed amongst the barren landscape for three hours before coming to our destination and home for the next six days in the middle of nowhere. Kildeer, North Dakota. I don't even think it was one of those one traffic light kind of towns because I don't even remember seeing a traffic light. Although we did get pulled over for speeding one day and we weren't even going fast. Upon my grand stage on the western frontier and the intersection of Lewis and Clark Trail, my mind was momentarily filled with regret and resentment as I wrestled with God. Why am I here? You too on your own journey as a single parent may find yourself asking the very same questions as regret and resentment cloud your judgment like the Canadian wildfire smoke-filled skies. For six nine-hour days, I measured, cut, rasped, and hung drywall. I drilled nails, cut out can lights using a rotary tool, Bit my tongue from all the opposing ideas on how to hang some drywall, installed insulation, filled holes and joints, mudded and taped, sanded the walls, and cleaned a whole host of tools. Every day, it was the same thing as I would think to myself, wax on, wax off, as I recounted Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid movie. Now, maybe some of you aren't old enough to know what I'm talking about, and if not, you need to look it up on YouTube. Wax on, wax off, as I relentlessly ask God, what are you doing and why am I here in North Dakota? Nowhere fast. In the middle of nowhere, there was no place to be and really nowhere to go. Actually, I found in relenting to that idea that it was very freeing. I didn't rush to get up early to do my hair and fix my face because in nowhere there really is no one to see. I found comfort in wearing my worn out tennis shoes, workout clothes, and my itchy sweatshirt that I used on the day I installed insulation, having to now wear it every day as it was the only sweatshirt I brought. Nowhere was great. There were only three eating establishments to choose from. The menus were limited. They all weren't open on the same day. So ironically, we were greeted by the same smiley server only from the other eating establishment. No matter the establishment, each was filled with the same patrons who too had their own mission in town as they worked at the oil refineries. Service was slow as their staff was limited, just like their menu. So, in going nowhere fast, the ten of us relented, gathering around a family-style table night after night, laughing and learning more about each other and more about what God was doing in each of us way out in the middle of nowhere. God is always doing something. I'm sure on your journey, much like my single parent journey, you too have wondered if God is doing something and can he do something in the middle of nowhere? And the answer is yes, especially when we are in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere is where we can find God when we relent. Relent, meaning submit, give in, give up, yield, concede or succumb in the middle of nowhere I gave up on trying to figure out why I was there I just relented to the idea of simply just being there and being nowhere I saw I felt I heard all that God wanted for me that oftentimes I don't notice when I'm going somewhere There were conversations with remarkable people who marked me for life with their kindness, their compassion, and their curiosity. Conversations that never would have happened in somewhere because I would be nowhere to be found. God was always doing something even when we couldn't see it. Amongst the redundancy of hanging drywall ordering from the same menu, talking to the same people in the silence, in the sedentary and sleepy town, there was always something God was doing. And we discovered it at our last supper at the pipe bar. Now, Hey, we were in the West and there are only saloons and bars to eat at. Okay. So yes, I was at a bar. It was the night where none of us wanted to eat, although we were hungry and the only eating establishment open was the pipe. None of us wanted to go there. Albeit the food was great, it was heavy and our tummies were full from the food served in North Dakota. As we all relented, we walked in with frustration on our faces and we were greeted with the voice of Kaylee, our server, the night before. She exclaimed in her joy, I'm so glad you all are here. I was hoping you'd come back. We all looked at each other and knew this was no coincidence. As we took our seats, Kaylee quickly came to our table to take our drink order. With pen and paper in hand, she went on to share how she loved serving us night after night because we were so kind and we did something that she had not seen before. We prayed before each meal. Soon thereafter, her eyes began to fill with tears. One of the gentlemen at our table asked her if there was something we could pray for over her. Through a gush of tears, she cheerfully replied, Yes, peace, and walked away. Periodically, Kaylee would come back and forth to our table to take our order and give us our silverware. Another gentleman at the table asked her if she could be more specific about her prayer request and if she could sit down with us. She looked pensively around the bar to her left and her right and said, no, just peace, and walked away. As time passed by and dinner digested, Kaylee popped suddenly at our table exclaiming, I'm ready now! One of the gents at the head of the table kindly gives her the seat he was sitting in and she extends both of her hands out to the gals on either side of her, one of which was mine. She asks that we would pray for peace over her chaotic life. No more details would she share. Upon closing, she gets up, cries, and thanks us for prayer. Prior to leaving, we shared with her we had a gift for her which at first she did not want to receive. It was the phone number to Jess at the church who requested help from our church to help build hers in North Dakota. Kaylee gleefully accepted the gift and texted Jess that night after work. We walked out into the cool of the night from the pipe bar and we knew why we were all there. But it didn't stop there. That empty airport we returned to? Yeah, it also happened there. Upon our journey home from nowhere back to somewhere, we all hoped that what happened there in North Dakota would happen there, there, and wherever God would take us next. In closing, I learned that when I relent, God is relentless in showing me the plans He has prepared all around me. I don't have to go to the middle of nowhere to do it, But I did have to go there to find it so I could bring it back to somewhere where I can now be found. So no matter what situation you find yourself in, God can find you there and you can be assured if you relent to Him, He will take you somewhere. Do you want to discover on how you can have a relationship with Jesus and learn how to relent in your own life? Call us at 855-822-PRAY. We're there for you day or night have a wonderful week and remember it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you thanks for listening to it's a single mom thing i hope you enjoyed our time together if you have more questions on how to have a relationship with jesus or need prayer visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer for more information and resources check out our show notes